It is Sunday, March 4th, and welcome to Bok Talk. We are joined, as always, by John in Baltimore. What's up, guys? Dino, a.k.a. Ideen, in Denver. Yes, we do still have a show. <laughs> yes. And I am Philip, located in Kansas City. So, a little bit of rundown this week. We're going to wrap up the Olympics, even though we're a few weeks behind that. Uh, talk a little hockey and basketball, apparently, and then do a little bit early, way too early, baseball division winners' predictions. Where do you guys want to start off? With the Olympics. Olympics. Idean, you got a favorite topic. Shoot. My favorite topic is how bad we were, in, uh, you, how bad the U.S. was in uh, figure skating this year. Freaking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I mean, usually we're pretty good, but uh, the Russians, man, they dominated. Yeah, they did. Dumb, like 15 that 15 year old girl like schooled everybody well so funny like she's i'm oh, sorry go ahead no it looks like she's been skating for like decades like that's how good she was it's freaking crazy dope's a hell of a drug man i'm just kidding i hope she's not doping <laughs> i really do yeah me too i was thinking about that too i'm like what if this 15 year old is on like steroids for no reason because i don't see why you would need that in skating but <laughs> well you saw how they had uh so 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 gold and silver had the same coach so it was like a friendly competition. Did you guys see that? Yeah, like, but don't don't they have like a rivalry too? They were like, called, well, yeah, they have a rivalry, have... and they're also, yeah, it's kind of like both because like you know you saw yeah, that's weird. It, it, it was the weirdest thing seeing seeing that fifteen year old girl like when they announced that she got gold. She was just sitting there squeezing her stuffed animal like she was gonna rip it to shreds. Didn't that's really right. smile, <laughs> and then she kind of gave this like devious look, like he he he, I got the gold. And then like the other girls was like kind of crying, and oh, I got the silver, but. Yeah, that was weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, what's, just imagine what's so how weird that. About it is, it's like they're trying to be cute, but they're like so competitive at the same time. Yes. So there's like, because like in like a, a guy in football doesn't have to worry about looking cute, so we could just be pissed off or like have have like a resting bitch face and not have to worry about it. But like, they have to like try to be cute still, even though they're not performing. They're just always trying to be cute or whatever. Yeah, well, they're so the trained on. Yeah, exactly. Well, just imagine being that being that coach from from Russia and just knowing that you have the two that you train the two best figure skaters in the world. Like, That's right. if there's if there if there's one way to get second is when is when your other person has has first. You know, like there's it's just crazy to see that. But uh, that's right. Yeah, the uh, Americans sucked. I mean, well, we got bronze in uh, in, in the team event, but um, yeah, with a brother and sister. No, that was a uh, that was that was ice dancing. That was uh, couples, wasn't it? They uh, also ice got dancing, the bronze. We got bronze. Yeah, they also got the bronze and ice dancing, and then overall, I think we got the, we got for the team of it, we got bronze too. Yeah, what's team the movie difference between? Why is it ice dancing now? It's just supposed to be couples ice skating. Well, so so there's pairs, then there's pairs free skate, and then they have um, singles, like technical singles. Um, then they have dancing, then they have the team event. So there's a lot of ice skating. I don't, I don't know if you noticed, but there's as much ice skating as there is curling, which is, those are my two most favorite uh, events, just so you guys know. Ice skating wanna, and curling. Like, do you want to FedEx me your man card now, John? No, no. <laughs> you actually, it makes you less of a man to think ice skating is not cool. Ice skating is legit. Well, I used to not think curling is cool until they won our first gold medal. That's called being a bandwagon fan right there. Yeah, Exactly. Phil's just a bandwagon fan. He just likes hey, the sport when the U.S. wins. I'm a, I'm a fucking custodian. I know all about sweeping. I thought it was <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's, a, he's already training for the next Olympics at work. 
Well, I mean, it's funny how the how the curling team just looks like like a bunch of guys who like work at Walmart on the weekend, and then they just yeah, show up. Could, and yeah, I feel like we could join the curling team, and like after a couple of years of practice, like we, I totally have the body of a curler, so I could totally uh, make do. Well, I got, so I got the I got the, I got the standard one pack of of a curling. The one pack. Well, that's that. that, that yeah, that's the all you beer, need yeah. is the, well, you need a six pack of beer. But you also know, Sports Illustrated had had an article a couple of days ago that said <clears throat> Schuster. Team of Rejects wins curling gold. That was the actual <laughs> title. <laughs> Team well, of what's Rejects. What's so funny about it? What's so funny about it is like those guys won the gold medal, and the Russian. Uh, it, it, it was a new event this year. It was the uh, mixed mixed doubles, which is actually really, really fun to watch. It's like a guy and a girl pair up oh, from yeah. each country. I saw that, and that was the first curling event of the Olympics. And the Russians who won the bronze, the guy was doping. He was the first one to get caught doping. Yeah, at the for Olympics. curling. Like, that's how bad the Russians are. <laughs> They're doping in curling. And a bunch of fat American dudes won the gold medal in the team event. It's like, come on. Did you, did you hear about the story about them uh, coming back after after they won? They asked, I think it was Delta or something like that, asked if they could get an upgrade. And they're like, no. <laughs> No, that's right. Yeah, that's you want right. curling, not figure skating. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, what's even funnier is that there was this uh, Russian athlete who was in a film from Ru- a Russia film about how they don't dope. Nadezhda uh, Sergeyeva, whatever the hell her name is, but she was caught doping during the Olympics as well. Oh my goodness! It's so bad. Honestly, if you guys haven't, if if any of our listeners haven't seen Icarus on Netflix, I would highly recommend it. It's such a good film. Yeah, that is the film that brought all of this to light, essentially. Oh, really? Is it a documentary? It is. Oh, so and it's a- with the guy that uh, originally started the Russian doping back in the eighties. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so there's some people that are obviously uh, upset about. About, about the Russians even getting to come. Obviously, they were labeled as the Olympic athletes from, from Russia, so they weren't technically that was Russian represented. But, I mean, it's still kind of messy because you, cause you never know like how many of these athletes may be on drugs. And if it comes out in a couple of years that some of them were you know, war doping, it's just like, come on, really? Like, you know, you had your What's chance What's the punishment, to, you know? I mean, like, there really me, is no punishment. The, I mean, it, what, do they go stri- like, strip them of their medals? Yeah, well, and it's like, well, I mean, even like, the fact that like okay yeah they can't rep they can't show the flag there's no uh national anthem if they win the gold medal but still like it's weird to hear like oh this guy because they're they're still russians and they're still representing russia so where's the real punishment i know the people that doped before weren't allowed in this olympics but i just feel like it's still not a good enough punishment because for me like when i'm at work and i screw up at work and it brings the whole team down and then the whole team gets in trouble it's like more of a punishment to me to let my friends down than it is like if they ever did even did anything to me so it's yeah. like it's like even i don't, I, don't, I think that like every, i mean yeah it's not completely fair but i mean your country got caught cheating big time so yeah. it's like it's like i don't think anybody should have been allowed i don't i think it was the whole the whole process was was just stupid i'm like every single time they said olympic athletes from russia or whatever the heck i was like that's still Russia. They're, like, yeah, they're I still, still see saying them as Russia. Russia. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're still, still saying, saying Russia. They're still representing Russia, and it's like it, it almost feel like they were they weren't really even banned from the Olympics. It was just like it was just all a bunch of BS. I feel it was just a bullshit move. Yeah, and I mean again, you know, looking at 
the other side too, just kind of playing devil's advocate. I mean, obviously not not everyone in Russia dopes, and a lot of them are are honest people who just want to compete. And it is kind of unfair to them if they were to be disqualified just because some of their other, you know, not not even teammates, just you know, other Russians who were competing in the Olympics previously were doping. So I can see I can see both sides, but in the event that there's any 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 positive doping from from any medal winners or I mean any athletes at all, but especially if they're a medal winner, then uh, you know you really have to reevaluate. Um, you know, whether or not they're even allowed to come back again, ever. <laughs> I mean, at least not the next yeah, Olympics. So, that's right. um, but, uh, the real crime here is the difference between the Swedes and the, and the American curling team, man. It was so funny watching those two guys together. The Swedes actually look like athletes and then they couldn't win. <laughs> I was watching the, watching the final match with, with, uh, with my buddy. And it was like, man, all these Swede guys look like Kelvin Klein models and, you know, the uh, right. American curling guys look like, you know, a bunch of hot dog eating beer crushers from Minnesota as they are. That's that's because well, that's, that's because that's literally what they are. <laughs> that's literally what they are. But it's like, looking at somebody, like, so basically look at these Swede guys and like, well, they look like athletes and they do curling. Americans don't look like athletes and they win curling. So, I mean, I guess it's kind of really isn't any man's sport, you know? So, yeah, that's right. Uh, 2022 guys, let's go to let's go to Beijing and start our own curling team. <laughs> we'll be really fat by then. All right. Well, any other thoughts on the Olympics before we move on? Uh, just final medal count. Kind of just disappointing that the U.S. <laughs> didn't do so well. In Norway, Norwegians, um, yeah. man, they crushed. They had 39 medals. Yeah, yeah, Norway's back to what they what they've always done for a long time, and that's just win a ton of medal medals at the at the Winter Olympics. They yep. used to be. I mean, that's how it used to be for a while. They've they they haven't been as strong, but this this is like the return of of Norway as we know them. So that was. I mean, I always say I think it's cool. I think it's cool. I I'm, I always like it when it's not the United States because we're just so dominant in the summer games. So it's cool to see like these countries that are cold really showing up and representing themselves right. really well. And as as usual, Holland won a bunch of gold, bunch of, but uh, won a bunch of medals, but they won them all in speed skating, which no, is course. Right. No, of course it's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, uh it's, it's also it's also good to see the uh, home home country finishing. Top ten medal count. Yeah, they're number yeah, six. Right. South Korea had seventeen, um, and then uh, of course America, U.S. at twenty three, Canada twenty nine, Germany at thirty one. So those are pretty good medal counts. And of course, the Olympic athletes from Russia had seventeen. Seventeen. Two gold medals. Still finished, both in, still finished in the top ten. Yeah, they're still in the top ten. Um, so uh, you know, I guess one, one, one last thought, and I know that we touched on this last time though that, that we had a podcast right when the Olympics started is, uh, I think it's really cool that. Uh, that they had the unified Korea team. Obviously, nothing came of it from from a medal standpoint. Um, but it was even more cool to see the North Korean figure skating uh, couple. Uh, I thought that I'm not just saying this because I'm happy that they were able to compete. You know, but I actually think that they did very well. And uh, it was really exciting to see a, a North, you know, a, a North Korean figure skating pair like smile and have like some animations on their face because it kind of humanized North Koreans. And in a way, That's right. I think in the U.S., we just think all North Koreans are just like, you know, dead to the world. And we don't see them as bad people. We just, you know, obviously the dictator's bad, but like, so we, we see them that. as like brainwashed, almost like Like robots. depressed people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You realize yeah, that like right. everything is relative to your, to what you're used to. And these guys who were there, obviously going to another country where things are a lot different. Like North Korea is like yin and yang. It literally is. Well, it's, and so, it's so your, your bitter rival even at that 
yeah, yeah that's but, but that's the point is that they were kind of finding a way to unify the two countries and then it was really nice to see again just seeing north korea even re- even represent them, themselves in figure skating and and make a great performance out of it too they didn't just show up just because they you know the olympics were 50 miles away from the border they actually showed up because they were real athletes and so it was it was really cool to see that so hopefully something positive comes out of this uh i think i think south korea is kind of a gateway to uh kind of taming north korea being that they're an ally of the u.s and uh, you know there's a lot of great things that came of it and, and the fact that there was no incidents during the olympics which was obviously something that was on the back of people's minds so overall i think it was very successful south korea was a great host um you know there were some weather condition issues which they couldn't really control but other than that overall i think it was a great very very good olympics much better than sochi yeah i totally agree with that i second that for sure well you know when buildings gonna... are finished it helps <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I wanted. I also wanted to add, even before, even before you mentioned that, John. It's interesting that you did say that because I was really happy with the fact that nothing major happened as as far as like, you know, a terrorism scare or anything like that. I mean, it's yeah. been it's been pretty bad this decade with with how much crap has been going on, even even domestically in the United States and abroad, all around the world. And the fact that nothing happened and in a country like south korea especially in pyeongchang which is like up north so close to so close to north korea that nothing nothing really happened not that i was expecting anything to happen but it was still i still think that's a positive yes absolutely all right well all right moving on moving on where do you want to take this idea you want to go nhl or nba um, we could do either. I, I've been I've been paying more attention to the what, what's going on in hockey recently, actually, okay. just because of um, I I live in Colorado and I'm, a, I'm but I'm a Dallas Stars fan. As weird as that sounds, and it's just the the fight out west is just insane right now. If you look, it's at pretty. The, if you look at the teams trying to make the playoffs and in, the, in that wild card spot right now, it's it's tight, it's close. It's like basically, I was I was talking to my dad yesterday. We were watching uh, part of the St. Louis Blues Dallas Stars game, and it's like every game. And if you look at the schedule, every game it's basically like a playoff game at this point. And it's just it's really exciting. And and you know, I I, I would hope that the rest of the country is is getting on board with this because it's it's really fun. I, I feel like the majority of the talk in this country is about NBA and basketball and that sort of thing, right? Right now and then with marsh madness coming but really i think the best the best stuff going on right now is the nhl and it's just it's just really yep. fun to watch well if we have look- let's see at in the west we have three teams that are a point or two behind anaheim for the last wild card spot uh two of them being in the same division with colorado and st louis calgary is pretty pretty close as well so it's and, and the yeah. best teams so far, point-wise, are playing from the Western Conference, too, with Vegas and Nashville and Winnipeg. Yeah, that's and, right. If you if you look at the Avalanche, they have 75 points just outside the wild card right now in the uh, Western yeah. Conference. Yeah. And then if you look at – if you look – they would be – they would be in the top wild card spot in the Eastern Conference right now. <laughs> pretty crazy. Like that's how good the West is right now. I mean, it's just a dogfight, especially in the Central Division. It's just freaking nasty. Dallas that, has seventy nine points and they're in third place in that division. They'd that, be close to first place in any other division right now. That being said, Tampa Bay I think is probably the one of the best all around teams in the league with ninety four yeah. points. Yeah, they have they have the by far, they have the best offense in, in hockey right now. 240 goals, four, and still pretty good with the uh, goal. Usually, usually you're either really good at one or the other, and they're really good offensively, and they're decent defensively, which makes them really scary when you think about it. Um, 
best defense right now looks like it's Boston, and they're they they juiced up. They just uh, got Rick Nash. Um, they 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 have the best defense in the league right now. And then um, going back to the West, Winnipeg, who's playing really well, just got Paul Stasny from a trade uh, with St. Louis. So St. Oh, Louis, wow. it's yeah, they pretty much. They, I think they they were looking to dump his salary, and they got rid of him. And um, and it's so nice to yeah. and it's nice to see Chicago like struggling. <laughs> like, I hate nice. to be a hater, but I, I just I'm so sick of seeing Chicago win so much, and it's really well, nice to it's see them like go the down name, and give somebody it's, else. It's, like the uh, the the San Francisco Giants in baseball, every single other year they're away in the damn Stanley Yeah, field. exactly. And just Granted, like Jeff, great players, but <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I just wanted to just just uh, give a shout out to the NHL because it's it's really fun right now. So if uh, if you guys haven't been paying attention, you guys should right now. I mean, it's it's really good. It's well, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun race to the to the playoffs, and then oh, always the is. Yeah. Well, now that we thoroughly bored John, let's go talk some NBA. <laughs> well, I feel like John probably likes NHL more than he likes NBA. <laughs> I do. Yeah, actually, so I was actually just in Las Vegas, and I saw a bunch of Golden Knight jerseys and shirts walking around. I wasn't sure if they were tourists who thought right. it was cool, or if it was actually if there's actually like a good following. Have you watched any games? With uh, Vegas, seen, or? I've They're seen a, a couple team. of the Vegas games, yeah, and they got a cool jersey too. So that yeah, it's that all right. <laughs> I mean, I don't really understand the name and the logo necessarily. It's not it's not really fitting for the city or the state, but uh, they should have been the Silver fine, Knights. But, uh, they should have been the Silver Knights because they're the Silver State. That's yeah, or like the Silver like. Miners, like, or yeah, or the Las Vegas Savages. Or well, something. when you when you <laughs> when you look at Vegas, you see a whole lot of gold colored things everywhere. So that's yeah, what you associate with Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. With the gambling, the Knights, the Vegas Lone know. Sharks. That'd have been funny. Yeah, I, it was interesting <laughs> seeing all those shirts and jerseys walking around there because uh, I mean, this is their first season, right? First yeah, season. it's their first season. Yeah. They're building a following. I mean, it, it helps that they're winning a ton of games. It also helps they got Mark Andre Fleury. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they did a good job with that with that um, expansion draft. They got yeah. I know they got Cody Eakin from the Dallas Stars, and I was pretty bummed about that because he's a good he's a pretty good player. He's a good center in the in the league for for a while now so they did pretty good with that and they're just storming through of course i think they're in the easier division in the western conference i think the pacific is is a lot easier than the central is but they're 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 doing they're doing pretty good um i i still think that it's a little fluky i think that they'll they don't have the experience as a team together to win a stanley cup or even get to the finals i think it would be a huge shock if they do but a really good season for them and a, a very good success for the nhl to have well, a team in Vegas doing well, hold something. On, and they got four more scored goals in, in, uh, so far this season. That's crazy. Yeah. So, 87 goals. So, granted, they may not have the experience together, but I don't think that's necessarily important. Nashville made it last year with, I mean, they had like almost no playoff experience on, on that team. And when you have veterans on the Golden Knights, like Flurry and a few other players that have been in one Stanley Cup, I think that helps tremendously. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they'll they'll be good. They'll, I I just don't think that like they have, I like even with Nashville, like that those group of players have been playing together for you know at least a couple of years before they even made the playoffs. And I think that so that, have the that Cleveland Browns. Happens. I mean, yeah, but but I mean, I mean, it's a totally different sport. And like I know, but. But I, I, I just don't feel like and I mean the Cleveland Browns aren't an expansion team. I mean they're 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 an expansion team. They've 
They just came. I think well, it's a surprise enough. To all that I'm saying is that it doesn't necessarily matter in terms of making the Stanley Cup. You can look at Tampa Bay from two or three years ago, Nashville from last year. You can get there without any playoff experience. Granted, the point where they they haven't played a whole lot together. Yeah, play. I, I guess mean, you I could mean, argue playoff that. Experience but, is one thing, I mean, but like experience, like all together as a team. Like I would just say, I the way I would the way I would phrase it is it would be shocking almost it would be super surprising if they made it to the, if, the stanley cup final i think that would be if that happened it would be like the story of the summer if if they make it, if they make it to the stanley cup final so well uh, but but the, i mean it, it definitely could happen i mean you're, right. you're totally right about that phil there's i mean it's not far-fetched to think that it they, would they have the makings of a championship caliber team it's a matter of what can they do in the playoffs yeah exactly and that those kind of those kind of things like like coming together and winning like games when you're when you get behind and like coming together as a team and making a big push and that sort of stuff like that happens when you build when you have cohesion and stuff like that and they do have that but i mean we'll we'll see when they have to play teams like nashville or winnipeg and and stuff like that well more nashville and winnipeg but yeah all righty well let's talk a little bit NBA, John's favorite subject. Yeah, NBA. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of surprising things going on. I'm not the biggest follower. Um, I just kind of looked over the standings today. But what can you? What do you take away from what's going on so far? With about um, two months left until the playoffs. I didn't. Well, well, I think very similarly, uh, the West is going to be a dogfight, especially it is. in the bottom. Like, I in the bottom bottom few and. You know, being from Denver, obviously, I look at it as as from a, from a Nuggets point of view, and I think that if if any team has a chance in the playoffs, if they want to get at least out of the first round, you you cannot be in the in the bottom like two. You got at least you got to at least be be maybe sixth place, fifth place, or fourth place if you want to if you want to stand a chance getting out of the first round because Houston and Golden State are gonna gonna totally storm through. Oh, Houston, Houston's on a what fifteen game winning streak now or something like that. Some crazy like that. I mean, they're just they're just so good, and I think James Harden is by far the the leading candidate for uh, MVP in the league right now. Well, He's, I think it helped with the, with the trading of Chris Paul, honestly. Um, yeah, because because Harden is a scorer. He's not a traditional point guard. He doesn't no. distribute the ball. He just no. wants to score. He but can adding, pass if he wants to, but he he chooses not to. <laughs> but adding a smooth passer like Chris Paul helps a lot. Yeah, definitely. I, th- I I agree with that, and you know Golden State they're still they're still going good. strong. They're, really they're, good. They'll probably once the playoffs start they'll probably be the favorite to go to the final, and um, so that's I mean as far as I'm concerned any team that's going to be in seventh or eighth you might as well like I mean it's nice oh. to get into the playoffs but you know this nice is try, fascinating. You know? This is fascinating. So right now, uh, Houston has a better conference record at thirty and eight compared to twenty seven and eleven against Golden State. But they have one worse game in the division, eight and three versus eight and two. Wow, <laughs> they're pretty evenly matched. Yeah, they are, and they're two like high-powered offenses. Offenses. They can. They can but I would more. trust the defense more on on Golden State, especially with Draymond Green. Yeah, and I agree. Even even right. everyone's favorite uh, person to make fun of. Um, um, who's oh, who's the tall guy that used to play for the Nuggets? Oh, JaVale McGee. There you go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that, dude. Um, well, he's, yeah, a good, he's, like, a good, he's a great defensive player. 
Right. Yeah, and then He's I didn't idiot even know offense, this but... until you um until you mentioned it, Phil, when we were off air. But Toronto's in first place out east. Like, what the heck? That well, that, that happened quietly. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, the and, and what's crazy, the, the Cavaliers showed promise after the, after dumping everybody at the trade deadline by coming out and dominating their uh, game after. But they've slowly regressed down to the third place. Even so, losing at home against the Nuggets yesterday. Yeah, I watched that game, and they were not playing defense at all. Like, it's almost like they can't hang with, like, what... Because the West, what, what what they're doing in the West is, like, the ball movement, the, the pick and rolls, how the, you know, the switching and all that sort of stuff offensively is just... It's totally different than how they're playing out East. And it's just the, the firepower and the shooting and all that sort of stuff that's going on out West. It's almost like Cleveland can't keep up with it like they were we had we De- denver had wide open men all the time in that first quarter i think we scored we scored almost 80 points in the first half and of course the nuggets which is what they've what they've become famous for doing this year is they're they're they'll they'll get big leads and then they let the opponent come back in the in the second half which is totally ticking me off but, well something that, that they're really good at too even when when george was there was beating good teams and losing against shitty teams yeah that that too and that's that's very still similar. going on sort still of. going on this year yeah sort of they're a little better this year but yeah exactly but but here's that was a good win for denver uh high-powered offense but yeah, Cleveland needed to play better defense. If Cleveland played better defense in that first half, they they would have had a better chance at winning that game. I think. I mean, um, it's not just because they're they're in first place. If you look at the stats, I think Toronto has the best chance of maybe making the finals. That would be awesome. Um, I would love that. Not only the highest win percentage, but their conference record is really good, twenty eight and eight. Their division the, record is good, eight and three. Their home record, twenty five and five, and on the road, nineteen and twelve. Yeah, that's amazing. And imagine if they get first place, they're gonna have home field advantage and against home court advantage. You know, so having that twenty five and five record at home, plus being the number one team in the league, that's a pretty dangerous combination. Boston but, at number two has a twenty three and eleven record at home. Yeah. And that's not much that's not much better if you look at Cleveland. I mean Cleveland's twenty one and eleven, Boston's twenty twenty three and eleven. But then you got Toronto at twenty five and five at home. That's an unspoken, yeah. That's scary for the rest of the East right now. So, uh, Really quick, too, before we move on to baseball. Some big surprises, maybe not some big surprises. Miami, after the Dwayne Wade trade, now in the eighth seat. Yeah, and he's Pretty not been bad, surprising. right? Yeah, no. I mean, that's well, he was actually belongs. saying, I want to add to that, because he was actually saying that he, the last couple of months that he was in Cleveland, he was actually like kind of he was he stated that he was kind of depressed and like feeling really sad and stuff. So I think it kind of rejuvenated him going back to Miami. But I feel I feel like most people that would live in Cleveland would feel depressed anyways. Right. <laughs> uh, Miami. Seeing Indiana at number five still surprising after trading Paul George. Or at, well, was he trader as a free agent? I don't remember. But and then Philly finally in the playoffs at number six. Um, that's all the surprises I got. Oh wait, Minnesota in the West at number four. That's really surprising. Yeah, and San Antonio has dropped. They need Kawhi back bad. Yeah, I think he's coming. But he's not. He's not going to come back. I heard. No, yeah, yeah. That's what the big story was. Is that he was he was he was fighting the the team, and there was a big controversy there. Like he can't. The doctors are saying he can totally play. Absolutely, and he said no. I need more time. So there's a lot of, um, there there's a lot of tension there, um, between the coaching staff and and Kawhi Leonard. So mm-hmm. there was that, but then he came after that. All that drama came out in the media, and 
and through ESPN and all that sort of stuff, he 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 came back and said that he is probably going to play in sometime in March. So I think okay. he should, because because you don't want to start the playoffs just coming in, because you need to you need to kind of like warm yourself up to to playing again before you start the playoffs. And right. Right now they're sitting at sixth place, which is crazy to see San Antonio so far down. It's like the first right. time in like a couple of decades I've seen that. So. Well, they'll they'll probably still be decent in the uh, playoffs since. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's a Spurs, so who knows? All right. Well, that wraps up the boring stuff for John. <laughs> uh, we're going to move on to some baseball. We're going to do Let's a talk some baseball. Very... This is a baseball podcast, mind you. We're, so what, what we're going to do, we're going to do some way too early division winner predictions. Um, well, first, that's the key term, we, John. Way too early. <laughs> yeah, before we get to that, though, let's just, let's just for a second just entertain the idea that J.K. Reddit does not get signed before the season starts. What in the yeah. fuck is going on with that? Yeah, you know J.K. Arrieta, Carlos Gonzalez, Mike Moustakis, all these great players. Like, what the heck is going on with this? Here's these? what it is. This is something I, – I, I don't have the article pulled up, but um, Arietta, Moustakis. Um, Cargo. No. Um, the guy from the Royals that just signed with the Padres. Um, Moustakis. Hosmer. Hosmer oh, and 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 JD Martinez all have the same agent who made these big bold predictions about their player signing and they haven't signed for shit. Jeez. So that that, that was kind of a big story going into the offseason. Hosmer signed, but Hosmer no, uh, it was JD. JD wanted like a seven year, two hundred fifty dollar million dollar contract. He got like a five year, hundred ten. I like so. that though. I kind of like that the owners are kind of just like, all right, we can't we can't keep doing this because the contracts are getting crazy. Like when Jacoby Ellsbury signed his big huge deal with the Yankees, I was like, he's not that good. No. Why is he getting this huge of a contract? So I feel like they're trying to balance it. They're trying. What they're doing is like, they're it's. I, I kind of sounds like it seems like collusion where like the owners are like, well, let's not sign all of these players for this this kind of money cuz like in in the next few years we're never going to be able to pay them if it keeps going at this rate. Yeah, so it actually decreases like, the value of the players because it kind of get or kind of uh in like a in like an unnatural way decreases the value of the players because it, it doesn't seem like that they're in high high of demand cuz if if teams are willing to sit on good players they're kind of like, "No, no, we don't need you." And then all of a sudden their asking price goes down because come March 15th Arietta Gonzalez, they're not signed. They're going to start saying, "Okay, I'll, I'll take a little less money." Because apparently, according to CBS, uh, yeah, according, according to CBS, Arietta wants a two hundred plus million dollar contract. <laughs> I don't know if that's a five year or seven year deal. He's thirty two years old, so I mean, it can't be more than seven years. But uh, you know, is he worth it? Possibly. There's actually a chart showing that his numbers are almost as good, if not better, than Max Scherzer, who got two hundred ten million dollars for the Nationals. And apparently, the Nationals are actually engaging with Arietta, but there's no. Nothing, nothing's worked out yet. So, um, but yeah, I think that all this like sitting on good, you know, good players is actually devaluing them every day that they're not signed. It's just their, 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 their stock drops, which is, yeah, that's I guess, I mean. good for the teams because they're not paying oh, money. Oh but... shit! Mar- this was last night. How did we not fucking pick up on this? Rays have. Oh wait, never mind. Oh, oh that's with Carlos Gon- Gonzalez. Well, if you Rays Google Carlos, Carlos Gonzalez, Gomez. there's a picture of him wearing it. If you if you Google uh, Carlos Gonzalez, there's a picture of him wearing a Baltimore Orioles hat. I'm not sure if that was just some jack off using Photoshop or if yeah, that actually... was weird. I, I saw that. Yeah, too. I don't know what's yeah. going on with that, but I mean, hey, if he comes to Baltimore, I'd be pretty excited. But uh, you're gonna get his jersey if he comes. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And I'm not even a jersey guy, but um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm an O's fan, but I'm like, I'll be a big O's fan if Cargo comes to Baltimore. So, just like when Ubaldo came here, oh. uh, you know, it was, you know, Rangers, awesome. Rangers agreed to terms with Tim Lincecum. Yeah, I heard about that. Interesting. Yeah, that's right. I think, I, I think, I think just, he's out of gas. Yeah, I think he's definitely out of gas. I just think it's interesting that the guy that ki- he killed the Rangers in the World Series, like I think eight years ago, yeah. six, seven, eight years ago, he killed the Rangers, and now we're getting him one where the Rangers are getting him one while they're while he's old news now. But yeah, he's just who knows? Right. Maybe, maybe, right. maybe he'll have a little bit of a resurgence. In, it's in been Texas, a crazy, but I doubt it. crazy, crazy offseason. I still can't believe that Mustakas is not signed. Yeah. Well, I think players, I think teams are looking at their farm systems more too, which is, you know, I think that's not a terrible idea is to actually start building within. Because, I mean, yeah, like, you know, you spend $200 million on Max Scherzer, but like, what have the, I mean, Washington loses every year. So yeah, you paid big money for this, this awesome pitcher, but like, you know, you can't, you can't win a championship, you know? So it's like, I don't know. I like, I don't understand. I don't know the point of like of like doing I, like like i know i know the yankees like they don't care because they'll still make money off of like jersey sales we were kind of talking about that in a in an older episode but it's just like you know if you're going to spend that kind of money you better win a freaking championship so it's just i don't know like i i think i think it's i think it may might be a good thing what the owners are doing and, and not signing these players for these outrageous contracts I mean, yeah, and right. to be fair, a lot of these guys are asking for more money than I think any baseball player should ever be paid. Um, That's right. You know, it's – I mean, some of these contracts are absurd, but, um, you know. Look at Houston. Look at the team Houston built. They have a, they have the best team in baseball. They're, they're fun to watch. They're exciting. And none of these guys were superstars like – Three years ago, four years ago, nobody even knew about these guys. They built a fantastic. Maybe, maybe other than Altuve, they built a fantastic franchise from within, from guys that bought in. They bought in. They weren't. They 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 weren't bought. They bought in. You know. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's pretty cool. You yeah, know? yeah. We've discussed right. the farm system in Houston. Obviously, you know, it's it's cream of the crop. I mean, they're Houston's doing it the right way. Um, now again, they have to I continue agree. to draft well. Because, you know, you always have these waves of up and down. When you have a good team for a couple of years, you win a couple of championships, or at least you make a presentation uh, to the world that you're one of the best. Uh, and then you start to sell your players off when they get old, or you start to do weird things with drafting because you think you're, you know, you don't have to worry about that, or you don't really get yeah, good picks. Yeah, exactly. You but, think uh, you're awesome. <laughs> yeah, and then you have this, like, weird, like, woe period where you're kind of, like, down that like down in the hole again. But uh, the only team that never really has that problem is the Yankees. Because uh, because they're always buying and selling, um, you know they're not the Yankees are not loyal to anybody except they were loyal to uh, Jeter. That was the only person ever. But um, yeah, I, it's rightfully slow. Uh, yeah, rightfully slow. Uh, yeah, I mean like Jeter never. You know you, you know Jeter never got ejected once. Isn't that incredible? Not once wow. in his career, never ejected. That is that is something special. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, looking at like you know as far as predictions, obviously, obviously it's way too early right now. A lot of these guys that are that are playing in spring ball are going to get cut in the next couple of weeks anyway. Right, right, so right, right. it's kind of hard to really well, tell. But I mean, the Yankees are obviously they they are here, my number one pick to make, to, to make the playoffs right now. Uh, here's here's the way that I want to do this. I'm going to go through the list of last year's division winners, 
Um, and we're going to kind of go fast through who we think is going to win that division based off of what did in the offseason and all that fun stuff. Yeah, yeah give, us the right. record, give us the records, cool. too, for the uh, for last year's division. You should, you should make, make, make note of these picks because when the season actually starts, we're going to do picks again and see if our picks are the same today as what they will be early April. Yeah, what I want to do is I want to do a sh- like one one show like right before the season starts, uh, do like one episode dedicated to baseball and like just going through the divisions and like okay. the teams and, and doing predictions. That would be fun. All right, after all, this is Bok Talk, guys. Uh, after all, that's right. <laughs> John likes it. Oh man, I can't wait for baseball. I have no idea. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. Mm. All right, the quick so, document real fast. And the Yankees are eight and one right now in spring ball. Okay. Yeah, uh, the the. It's because of Russell Wilson. Right. <laughs> that was so funny seeing oh, that. Fucking god. Okay. Strike. All right. Out. <laughs> um, last year we're we're gonna start with the uh, American League. Last year we got the East. Boston Red Sox won it ninety three and sixty nine. So you, John, what do you think is gonna happen this year? Yankees win this division, no question. I agree. Okay. No I think the Yankees. I think the Yankees are going to win the division. They've definitely beefed up for it. I think if they don't win the division, it's going to be a big, big, um, like uh, big, big story this year. It's going to be, mm-hmm. it's going to be the talk of uh, of baseball if they don't win. That uh, I would division. say that they're going to go to the ALCS too. Yeah, for sure. I think based on the power that they that they got last year, yeah. I mean, no question. All right. Well, they have, with, uh, they have. They uh, have. So uh, the Yankees have more home run power this year than what the Giants had last year to combine. Wow. Yeah. So sorry, Philip. Go up. Carry on. That's uh, okay. That's good here. Okay. Uh, Central Division. We had the Cleveland Indians with 102 and 60 last year. Yeah, that was a fluke. Oh. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, I think. Well, they got they got Three they, years they, in they, a row. Well, no, well, I mean, they last year they weren't doing that great until until the second half of the season and then they got they really hot in, in august i remember they won like they won like in 20 row. in a row or yeah yeah, yeah. so the twins like the twins were behind them at 85 and 77 that was, a, I, that think was the the twins, team. I think the twins will win the division just based off of their projection because the the the, the, the way that they were they're they're kind of like a team that's that's slowly building up to like kind of like the way Houston would have been a couple mm-hmm. of years ago, I three agree. years ago. They're slowly building a really, really good team. And I think they're projecting to eventually become like the cream of the crop of that division. So I'm going to say Minnesota. It's it's really weird for those words to come out of my mouth, but I'm saying Minnesota Twins are going to win the uh, Central American League Central. I agree with, uh, with the 100% idea. I think that the Twins were consistent last year, which is key. Uh, they yes. finished strong. They have a good, good young squad, and uh, I, I see the Twins winning the Central for sure. I'm gonna have to stick to the Indians. They are still a damn good team after, especially after losing the World Series and then still making it to the playoffs the following season. Not many teams do that. I'm going with the Indians. Oh, just yeah, fun. they still have a lot of the same pieces too that they that they've had. Exactly. Fun fact: the PC Kings won. Uh, Chief Wahoo will no longer be the uh, Indians logo after this season. That's uh, right. Chief Wahoo's gone. He's out. <laughs> All right. Uh, one we don't really have to do, but we'll do it anyway. The AL West. The Astros <laughs> won 101 games at uh, 101 and 61 last year. So go ahead. John, we know. I mean, I'd like to see the Astros win again. 
But <laughs> I mean, this is just this is just the division. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying I, I'd like to see them win the division again. But uh, um, I don't know, man. Like it's it's like uh, you know the the Angels and the Rangers are always wild cards. Always wild cards. Yeah. So. Well, well, the Angels and, and... have never been a wild card. I mean, they they are consistently below average every season. But you know what? The, the interesting part about that division is every single year, I feel like every other year, the Rangers win the division. So they'll have like a crappy year, and then they'll win the division the next year, have a crappy year, win the division the next year. So yeah, was, who knows? Who knows what well, that is? Here's the thing. They, um, every single team was above 75 wins last year in the division. Yeah, it was It was yeah, one of the right. most competitive divisions in baseball. I mean, imagine if the Astros didn't didn't kick ass. They all would have won 181 games. They would have been 500. Yeah. Exactly. So That's the Astros were so dominant. Obviously, a majority of their wins came from their division. So, yes. uh, yeah, I mean, I I would put my money on the Astros winning the division, but I'm going to say it's going to be it's going to be fun. Well, it's going to be a fight, but it's also going to be fun to watch. So, yeah, and I think okay. at least one of the wild card teams will come out of that division as well. I agree cool. with that. All right, I do. I think I need agreeing with me. Yeah, I Houston. Houston. <laughs> Houston. 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 Yeah, yeah, I mean. <laughs> You, I didn't they won the World Series. You cannot go against them until you. Until and they and show the you whole different. lineup, top from bottom, on both 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 at the at bat and defensively and pitching, they're just solid on every every part of of the game of baseball. They're 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 completely a solid solid team. So yeah, I gotta go with Houston. All right, so that wraps up the American League. Going to the National League now, starting with the East. We got the Nationals win their division at ninety-seven and sixty-five last year. Yeah. Yes, just like their hockey team, they're the team that always kicks butt in the regular season and, and loses sucks in the playoffs. playoffs. <laughs> just like the Capitals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's really no, there's really no better team in the East than the Nationals. I mean, they're they're relatively stacked. They're, you know, they're kind of like the silent killer. No one, no one really knows that they're doing doing well until they hit the playoffs. So, um, you know, a bunch of fair weather fans out here in you know the DC metro you know, area, but I don't see anybody else right. beating them. Right. Yeah, and yeah. the Marlins are going to suck too. I think they got rid of their best player. Marlins are going to be terrible. They're going to lose 105. Guarantee Marlins going to lose 105 games this year. Wow. Mark my words. Wow. 105 games. The Braves can be sneaky good sometimes, but yeah, uh, Nationals. Yeah, I think I think the Nationals will win, and I think the the Mets will be the biggest uh, biggest opponent they'll have in the division. Really interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. What was a very tight race last year? The Central, the Cubs won the division in ninety-two seventy. Was their this record? Is a great Milwaukee game. all the way, man. Milwaukee oh, wow. all the way, man. They're gonna win the division for sure. Oh yeah, they got it. They got a couple of big. They got they got Lorenzo Cain. Yep. They did. Yeah, and then they who did. else did they get? They got. Oh, they, dude. They, 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 Milwaukee. They, they got a few players, man. Yeah. yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I well, think and, the, and last year too. it came down to the last game and them being beaten from behind for them not to make. The yeah, playoffs. yeah, they would have taken the Rocky spot in the uh, wild card, and they and may have beat Arizona. All they had to do was one. Yeah, yeah, so Milwaukee all the way, man. They're gonna win that division. Yeah, I, I go Brew Crew too. Brew Crew. I'm sticking with the Cubs. Nah, you basic bitch. Even without even, even without Jake. <laughs> Basic bitch. Oh, basic bitch. <laughs> um, all right. Still now, still now the hat. final one. <laughs> I think this is the most intriguing division in all of baseball, the NL West, because every single team besides the Diamondbacks got better. Yeah. So it's not because you're a Rockies fan? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, they lost J.D. Martinez. He was a leading person that pushed them over the edge past the yeah, Rockies. Yeah, J.D. was really good, yeah. man. That was... Um, 
I, I, so I was, we, we had San Francisco, uh, the, obviously the Dodgers went 104 and 58, but yeah, yeah. this last, just to wrap up the, or to add to this, the Giants got Longoria, McCutcheon, Padres got uh, Hosmer, Rockies got Ward. I mean, Dodgers stayed about the same, but they're still really good. So yeah, it's either gonna be Dodgers or this, this Arizona. This is probably still. the toughest division. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that one's this one's tough because like. I'm such a homer for the Rockies, but at the same time, and I just I, I do not like the Giants or the Dodgers. I I, I despise both. Oh, no, me too. So it's hard to, for me to. Uh, it'd be cool seeing uh, seeing. It'd be really cool seeing the Padres win the division, but that'll never happen. I think they'll be. be I think they'll be in last place. Yeah. I think the Padres will be last. I think San Francisco and and San Diego will switch spots, and I think other than that, it'll look pretty similar yeah rockets will be in third place probably arizona will get the wild card and dodgers are going to win the division that's what's going to happen mark my words yeah that'll probably be the case i think i think the biggest i think the biggest change will be between probably um yeah san diego and san francisco will i think will definitely switch and then arizona and la might switch but i'm leaning towards la and then colorado will be the same um they actually predictions last year for the Rockies were actually better than predictions are this year. What, what I've been what I've been reading and listening to, mm-hmm. it seems like people think that the Rockies are going to take a little bit of a down downturn. But we all know that the national media hates the Rockies. So. Yes, they do. So was, yeah, 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 yes, they do. That's why Larry Walker's not a Hall of Famer, even though he absolutely one hundred percent should be. Well, just real fast on that, he said that his his only PED was Coors Field. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um. I, I, I agree with you, Dean. I think uh, McCutcheon will be a good pickup for the Giants, not Longoria. Um, although anything is an upgrade from fat-ass Kung Fu Panda. But, um, <laughs> uh, he lost some Padres, weight. He lost some weight. <laughs> and he gained it right back. Um, Dude, he is a fluctuating <laughs> man. He, he goes up and down. Padres like a will woman. be about the same. Diamondbacks are going to regress. I think the Dodgers are going to have one or two huge injuries that debilitate them. I think the Rockies are finally going to break through so. and win the division this year. What? I hope you're right, man. What? I really hope you're right. We're gonna go to Vegas to put some money on this. <laughs> no. Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna find out what the odds are on the Rockies. Rockies winning the division. What's the payout? It's probably not very good, but no, I it'd be, think it'd be they, good payouts, but low. Payout would be good. I, yeah. think, I think losing cargo is, is good for the team. They get someone else in the uh, outfield, maybe with, maybe with a hotter bat, maybe someone faster who can actually steal bases. Um, picking up Ward for a closer is much better than what they had last year. Even though Holland was great, I think Ward's going to be a lot better. Um, pitching staff is now a year older and solidified. Um, it could be very, very good. And they retained most of their, most of their bullpen. The starting lineup's pretty much the same. They're going to be great. Yeah, and what's, what's interesting out here is the big talk of the town here for, for the Rockies is there's there's an idea that, that's, that's been floating out there that they might move Blackman down to the third to third because he was so I successful. don't like that I don't want to mess I, I know I don't want to mess with a good th- thing but uh, but also, I like, think you could put him many, anywhere how many and he'll runs hit. could he drive in exactly third you know if he hits the same way as he did but I think maybe part of the reason why he hit the way he did was that he is that he was so comfortable hitting number one in the order there's not as much pressure you're you're taught to be more patient and that sort of stuff, but at the same time, like maybe you know he could drive in more runs being at third, and then you'd have Nolan Arenado fourth, you fourth, know. So yeah. that's that's pretty. That'd be a pretty nasty. The thing though, I don't know if you want two power hitters going after each other though. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know if Blackman still like 
I don't know if I'd still consider him like a complete power hitter. He's more his of a home runs guy. look effortless. I mean, come on. That's true, but I mean, he's not really. I think I think actually a lot of the a lot of his success comes from just being super fast. He hits the ball deep, yeah, sure, but then he gets like so many triples that like yeah, he led he led the league in triples last year. Yeah, which that's pretty nice from coming from a. Uh, from your from the top of the order, so I don't know. I just thought that like was like I said, like I said five months ago, should have won the National League MVP. Just saying. So who won the national? Who won it last year? The National League MVP. Oh, who fucking cares? Because national media doesn't doesn't like the Rockies anyway. So that's true. It's so should have been Blackman. It was Arenado second. It was Bryant, I think. Yeah, and Nolan Arenado was definitely much better than Bryant. They were actually. I was I was looking on Facebook, and they were like. Which which third baseman is the best? Everybody, everybody, everybody says Bryant. Everybody said everybody said Arenado is what I saw. Well, yeah, everybody said well, like what I what I would see is like some guy would say like Bryant or some, and then every once in a while you get like where's Machado on this list? Which that's totally a legit question. Like where the hell is Machado? He's awesome. I think he's the second. I think he's I think he's even better than Bryant. And then so I would see I would see like. Somebody mentioned Bryant, and then you get like twenty comments or twenty replies underneath that comment. Like, no, Arenado, dude, you're have you ever even seen baseball? Do you even watch baseball? It's Arenado, right. Arenado, Arenado. So I just think it's interesting. I think most like I think like people like casual fans think of Bryant, but if you watch baseball day in and day out, even even like Mike Schmidt and uh, Brooks Robinson, some of the greatest are coming out and saying like Arenado is by far the best third baseman that we've seen in a long time so so i think that i think he's i think he's the best baseball player in the world right now <laughs> that's just my personal opinion i'm a i'm a bit of a homer there but i think nolan arenado is the best baseball player right now well you, you, you could talk to any person who knows a look about baseball and they'll and they will say that i mean yeah well, so the odds of the Rockies winning the division, according to oddshark.com, which they use Vegas odds, it looks like the Dodgers are favored to win the division. They use a line uh, for, for their odds. So the Dodgers are listed at negative 150. The Do- Rockies are listed at plus 600, which means that there is a significantly higher chance that the Dodgers are going to win the um, <laughs> And the Dodgers are at pl- uh, plus 2,000 versus the plus 600 for the Rockies. So according to this odds shark website, um, which is reputable, uh, they are saying that the Dodgers will be in the last place. Will, will be in last place and the Dodgers will win I again. Agree. So, yeah. So the payout yeah. for and the... We'll, so, so, so if you want to really good payout, bet on, so. the, bet on the Padres to win the division. That's that's how you get the best payout. Well, it's such, such a sport where anything can happen. So you never know. One or two injuries, Kershaw goes down, and um, the young shortstop goes down, gone. So yeah, what yeah. it's so such a long on season, injuries, You're not gambling on skill then at that point, which is... Yeah, you're kind of... Yeah, but the, that's kind here's of like the thing, though. The something like that needs to happen for the Rockets. And that's unfortunate. Dodgers. I hate, saying, that. That that I hate saying that. I know, but that's unfortunate <laughs> yeah. that, that our team is so shitty that we have to rely on people dying for us to win. It's like, we're not shitty. <laughs> we, could, we could win any other division except for the AL East. Uh, no. <laughs> we suck. <laughs> There's no way. We're not going to win a division in our lifetime. There's no way. That's yeah, I just think... That's why I, I love Paul think... to, to, to move to Houston to become an Astros fan and then move to Baltimore to become a Baltimore fan. Well, to, right. to, well, to you know, to, to piggyback off of what Phil is saying, though, I think I think the I think more than any other sport, 
a season can can turn for better or for worse um most in in baseball and that's just because the sheer number of games the season is yeah how long the season is i mean like like august and september like in so, so many years that i've watched baseball august and september the look of of baseball is so much different than what it looked like in the beginning. Yeah, the Rockies, like Rockies 11 years ago winning 20 out of 21 games. And, yeah, and, just like and Cleveland August last year. September. Cleveland were done. I was like, wow, Cleveland made the World Series, and now they're they're awful. But then they, they, they bounced back, they kicked butt, and we saw what happened in, in the Central last year with – with the Cubs, the Cubs looked like they were done in the beginning of the year last year. Yeah, and then they ended up, I think, winning the division last year. So yeah, they did. Yeah, and so I mean, that's 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 the beauty of baseball. When there's a game on every day, I love the fact that like it's it, you don't even have to watch the game. Just just knowing that you you you're coming home, and then you could always like have some sort of like background baseball on, you know. And it's just it's just right. continuous, and things change, and you know, pitchers get cold and. And you know, it's a beautiful sport. I have yeah. a question for you guys. So, what do you, what would you say? The one thing you would say to all your baseball haters out there who say that the season should be shorter, the game should be shorter. Um, what do you, what do you say to your haters, Idine? You go first. Well, what I would say is that I just like the fact that there's always like that there's always baseball on. I don't think it's a bad thing. If you think it should be shorter, just don't watch as many games. Like. And, you know, and, you know, I'm not completely opposed to like going down like maybe 10 games, 15 games, but anything more than that, I think, I think that's part of the beauty of baseball is that it's day in and day out. You play every day. The grind. It's a, it's a part of the strategy too. who to rest, um, platooning, all that sort of stuff. That's, that's a big part of the game. And it's been like that for a hundred years. So over a hundred years. So I, I wouldn't want to change that. And you know that's that's part of the beauty of it. It's like I could I could wake up and just decide I'm going to the game today, and just yes. go. You know? or, there, or, no other sport is like that. Other sports you have to like plan around stuff and like figure it out. And you know like with football it has to be on Sunday, and you have to plan it out and all that sort of stuff. With baseball it's always been a, a game. They they've always they've always tried to create this this aura of like it's open to you and it's open to everybody and that you can just come in and go to the ballpark and eat a hot dog with your friends and shoot the shit and and whatever and i and i love that and a big part of that is how many games there are and the, the ticket prices would go up ticket prices would go up if, if you had less games so Absolutely. i mean that's so. it i mean a day the, you can't beat a day at a dog a dog park jesus christ a day at a at a ballpark um no matter who you go, it's also fun on a Sunday afternoon to watch an early baseball game. It's also fun Sunday night to watch a baseball game. Um, and to have that all throughout the summer, all but like one week, you really can't beat that. And honestly, the fucker who's asking this question, what's better, golf or baseball? Come on. I like both a lot, actually, but I, I like baseball like more. Both, but... I, like, I like baseball more. Yeah, I, I would say to all those people that don't like baseball and want it to be shorter, don't fucking watch it. Watch something else. You know, and if you don't have a sport that you want yeah, to watch in the summertime, you. <laughs> you know, too bad. I suffer all through February watching shitty basketball. And you know what? I complain about it, but not that much. Not as much as these baseball haters do. Only thing I want to see basketball do is give you know, get 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 rid of those fouls to give and shit so that way there's not a bunch of touching and ball oh, ball grabbing at the end of the game. Short of the season, but that's a different time. Other than that, I want that other than that, I don't bitch about baseball or I mean basketball, I just let it go and then I'll watch it. And so all my all my baseball haters, you can suffer through July and August with no other sports. Um, you know, 
like just like I do in, thing, in the need, wintertime. You need a premium cable package anyway to watch it, so shut up. Well, <laughs> also, baseball, I yeah. think it's just a, a lot of it comes from ignorance. They just don't know the sport. They don't know what, what's going on, what it takes, the little intricacies, like little things like like the pitchers. Um, the right pitch at the right time. The right pitch at the right off, time. I mean, the demeanor. All that sort of stuff is really entertaining, and they don't know that because they don't, they haven't watched it and they haven't played it. And I, and I feel like I can relate to John in the sense that like that's how a lot of people view soccer. It's like you don't even know like what's going on down there. Yeah, there hasn't been a goal scored in the last forty-five minutes of this game, but like, <laughs> look at all the intricate passes. Look at all the the little details of the game. Like what that guy just did is hard as shit. You know, yeah. but they don't see that. They just want to see run score and they want to see home runs and they want to see um, a nasty curveball for a strikeout every single time. And yeah. It's like, no, that's 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 stupid. Baseball's that's a struggle. Not, Soccer's a struggle. Works. Yeah, it, I, uh, yeah, it's the struggle. It's the struggle. Yeah, it's the grind. It's a battle. It's a it's it's a battle out there, and that's right. that's what I love about those sports. Yeah, if you even play right. softball, even for just one day, you would you know you'd understand a little bit about baseball because you know it, it's not as easy as just people think it is to play baseball or even softball. It's no. uh, you know it's it, it it can you know you can get hurt despite what people say. Oh, baseball players don't get hurt. Bunch of bull crap. But yeah, I I think uh, you know what what I find is that my friends that are more intellectual tend to be more interested in baseball, and my friends that are more stupid tend to not like baseball. Football. It's not like football, <laughs> and I like football because I because I do have a dumb side, and that's my football side. You know, fantasy football makes me really stupid, but baseball is what you watch when you're intelligent because it's like chess. You gotta, you know, plan your next move before you even uh, get to the plate. You know, so um, right. yeah. So baseball haters, suck a dick. I love you, but uh, <laughs> I can't wait for April. Right. All righty. Well, I think <laughs> with that, uh, we do still love you, though. <laughs> Please with that, listen to us. With that, I think, I think it's time to wrap up for this week. I'm yeah. gonna I actually have a quote this time pulled up already. Good. Uh, this one comes from from Bill Cowher, everyone's favorite Steelers head coach. We're not attempting to circumcise rules. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Think about that one. All right. Uh, and also want to sh- a huge shout out. Thank you to my buddy AJ for making that intro and outro song. You did it for uh, free for us. You can find him at AJ Thornburg on uh, SoundCloud. But other than that, is that our first sponsor? See you guys later. Well, that's I'm, our first sponsor. Free. I know. So it's still a sponsorship. That's that's what sponsorships are. You get you get free shit. All right. Cool. I'm not a business man. I'm a business man. <laughs> <laughs> <Whatever> that shit. <laughs> All righty, everyone. We will see you hopefully next week. All right. Good night. Well, good night. Goodbye. <laughs>